Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, James Donaldson, Chris Gatling, the Energizer, Joey Devine, Jamal McGlore, Christian Leitner, Don Muse, Sean Keen, Tyrone Hill, BJ Armstrong, the Super Agent. Thank you to our Patreons, Robbie Sanford, Paul Moses, thank you, Paul, Dubaru, thank you, Dubaru, you're the best. Musical guest, Criss Cross. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi. It's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast. And I am here, as always, with my very good friend, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. Doing great. Uh, yeah. Um, are you upset at the NBA for any reason? Because that is the, uh, it seems like that's in the air. Yeah. Um, well, we'll, we'll get to, I mean, I guess I'm, I guess I'm a little mad at them for, uh, you know, playing at all, not taking a month off as, uh, (laughs) one of my favorite writers of the ringer suggested the NBA should take a full month off. (laughs) Um, <laughs> to uh, grief, to grief, guys. Before we get into anything else, I should just say, follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. 
Uh, give us five star reviews on iTunes. It helps, apparently. That's what every other podcast says, and we are followers. Um, donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. And, more importantly, come see us live February 13th at Podstar Weekend in Los Angeles, California, at The Virgil. Uh, tickets are available at podstarweekend.com. Yeah. I think that's the fastest I've ever done that. That was really good. It was confident. It sounded like you wanted people to do all the things that you were asking them to do. Um, oh, and, with it? oh, but except I forgot one. <gasps> Uh, call us on the phone at the number in the uh, description of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And you know who calls us up on the phone? Uh, yeah. Former podcast host himself. Um, not the guy who writes about the NFL, but the guy who gets harassed by Derek Jeter fans. <laughs> A man who just saw the movie Autofocus um, and will not stop referencing it, which is disturbing for people who saw it when it first came out ten years ago. (laughs) Uh, Writer from Vice Sports, from Deadspin, from the Willamette Week, from Sitting at Canard, Mm -hmm. uh, Vancouver, Washington Zone... Big Corbs called us again. Uh, should we listen to that? <laughs> yeah, hell I yeah, should say his should. whole name, Corbin A. Smith at Corbina Smith on Twitter, and his burner is at Corbin Smith NFL. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, let's play Corbin's call. Big Corbs Corner. Big Corbs Corner. Big Corb's Corner. A call from Corb's. Hey there, Roundball Rock. Corbin Smith. Big Corb's in the house. Currently, uh, I'm the Stairmaster, Stair Machine, here at uh, Planet Fitness. Uh, so last night was, uh, Zion's first game. We drilled, uh, like four three-pointers in a row or whatever. But I think we can all agree the shot form was a little, eh, you know, a little low. Looks fine. Like, uh, you know, maybe he's doing it, you know, being like a three-point shooter guy or whatever. But, you know, I think we know that for sure. But uh, I was just wondering... Uh, if theoretically he regresses, you know, down to 20% or whatever, how long will this game uh, live on in people's imagination when they try to convince you that Zion Williamson is a good three-point shooter? Like how, like, like this little example, oh, my God, of three-point shooting, like how extrapolated do you think that'll be? Oh, it's going to be Eli Manning. Come on, ESPN. All right, have a good day. All right, Sean. Um, what was his question? 
I, I was, mean, he was. I was confused by what the the stairmaster. I was worried about his health while he was on the stairmaster. Yeah, I mean, um, shouts to Planet Fitness. He was by the really way, getting a, of the he, show. He was really getting a a, a sweat on by the end <laughs> of that was. call. You know, I mean, normally his routine is he does uh, more kind of like weight stuff, by which I mean lifting ceramics into the air and shattering them. But now this week caught him on a on a cardio day. Um, okay, so in fairness to Big Corbs, this was recorded right after Zion's uh, well, Zion's now a seasoned NBA veteran, and I think we can all agree we know what we have with Zion Williamson. Uh, yeah, he fucking rules. <laughs> um, he's having one of the best. Like, how many games has he played now? Four. Sean, uh, is it four games? That yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm looking. I'm looking it up. I think it's it's five now. Five? He played his fifth. No, yeah, he's played I, more than that. He's, yeah, five games. Five I games. saw a stat yesterday that said he's having one of the best first five games in NBA history. Um, well, he's shooting sixty-two and a half percent from the field. Mm-hmm. Now, Big Corbs is right. He has not made a three-pointer since that game. He's only taken two though, right? Because he is too busy. Duncan. Duncan, yeah, <laughs> Duncan on dudes. He caught uh, a lob from behind the backboard yesterday. Um, I don't know why. Look, Corbin, Corbin's been anti-Zion for some reason for two years now. Um, uh, I think he 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 wore a Patriots hat once. <laughs> um. Uh, which is strange because Zion is like the most Corbin player. Possibly ever. Oh, like uh well, he doesn't like short people. He doesn't like people who are undersized for their position. Yeah, but he's also but he's he's like a a guy who just goes to the rim constantly and does amazing things and he's like a we he's got a weird body. He's like oh he's beefy. He's yeah. beefy. Uh he's a thick boy mm-hmm. in that in more than the more than the Jokic mode even. Um, but he also hated Jokic too, so I guess maybe oh. he just maybe Corbin uh, is a body fascist. Yeah. Now, from from what I would say about Zion's, yeah, maybe he he doesn't like it when guys are shorter, <laughs> except for Bill Russell, who's like basically the same height as Zion, right? I Isn't Bill Russell like six seven? I really? think he's six six, maybe. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think Bill Russell is like Kawhi Leonard's size. Um, uh, I bet Kawhi is heavier. Yeah, probably. Bill Russell is officially six nine. Mm, I don't think that's true, though. I need to get into like the height <laughs> truth thing. Twitter. Uh, someone has him as six foot nine and five eighths inches. All right, whatever. Okay, anyway. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> It's fine. Um, I do think Corbin was correct in that Zion shot did not look great. But uh, the thing is, one thing about guys who kind of shoot like that from the outside, like they're kind of mad at the basket while they're shooting a Mm -hmm. three-pointer, those guys tend to run pretty hot and cold. I would say Mm -hmm. The, the Draymond Green experience has taught me this. Where, like, it's a weird shot, and it's not the ideal shot, but from, like, when you're not being guarded shooting a straight-on three, um, 
the, the arc does not matter as much as you think it does. Right. Is what I'd say. Just because Zion's gonna you know, shoot like you're open you're open, you know. Zion's gonna shoot threes better than Draymond Green, though, for sure. Um Yeah, I think so too. No, it's just it's just I I think the shot is not going to look good, but no. I think he has a very good sense of it. It'll be bad this sense. year and then I bet it'll be good next year. Um Well it's it's also like I just I think a flat shot is less of a big deal when no one is going to be guarding you at the three point mm-hmm. line. So, um, yeah, it's been tight. I hope the Pelicans. I, I'm so I've been so affected by listening to very um, I would say maybe cap heavy podcasts. Oh, I wonder and which one that would be. I don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't want to name any names, but um, just feeling like. Because I'm, I'm, I'm really into. I'm, I'm. It's weird that there's this attitude that teams that are like two games out of the playoffs are just like, yeah, they got to be sellers yeah. for the next year. And we're trading. Half. We're trading Drew Holiday. So with the Pelicans, it's like, man, just get like a little bit better. Um, and it would just be so tight if they made the playoffs. Yeah, that usually it doesn't really matter who the eighth seed is, but this year. Be way better. I love the Pelicans. I mean, I love Zion, and, and I love Drew Holiday. I don't love a lot of the other Pelicans roster. Uh, uh, there's one guy I think is really, really a great guy. Is it Brandon Ingram? Oh, Ingram. yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Your your love affair with Eton more continues. Uh, but I would actually rather see the Grizzlies make the eighth seed. Um, I mean, that'd be tight, too. I just... But people are also talking about them being... Things. I mean, I guess you got to trade... Andre Iguodala. I mean, no, yeah, just, if they get literally anything for Andre Iguodala. Now, I believe the real bonus of this, too, is if uh, Memphis makes the playoffs, uh, the higher they finish, the more it screws over the Boston yep. Celtics. Yep. And that's like a that's like a double victory. That's almost as good as making the playoffs. Uh-huh. 100%. <laughs> um. Plus, Jaw is like, it's very interesting uh, what we've gotten with Jaw and Zion, I would say. Um, they're like the first two rookies I can imagine who are like doing like video game things, but like uh-huh. with high basketball IQ. If that, do you, do you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, where like Jaw does like an an like an NBA Street Volume Two dribble move, <laughs> but to get to like a high efficiency shot, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> uh, and the rest of this rookie class pretty much sucks, but we'll talk about that later. Wait, don't don't you don't you insult Brandon Clark like that, Joey? Oh, I love I love Brandon Clark actually. Look, Brandon Clark is like uh, look he's. He's exactly in the vein of guy I love, so you know I love Brandon Clark. Oh, guy's too skinny, but he blocks a million shots because his arms are really long. Well, uh, you know the the another secret star out of this rookie class has just finally joined the Grizzlies. A John Conchar. Conchar t- dude, I've been talking about Conchar since summer league. Oh uh, well, well I had to write about um, players that just general computer projections liked and hated and Conchar and Clark are the two guys who are just like 
we sort of thought our stats were broken mm-hmm. <laughs> because these like that these two guys were just dominating. And uh and then Joan Contra dominated the G League too. <laughs> uh wait till look, I know a lot of our listeners probably haven't seen the Grizzlies yet, but uh wait till you see what John Conchar looks like. Uh, it is it's amazing. <laughs> and and like, like if the you type think of- Alex Caruso looks funny. <laughs> well, the other thing is that um He's not good at what you would think he would be good at by looking mm-hmm. at him. Does that make sense, Joey? It is. It is. <laughs> he is like he is like a, a would is Sarah like a like a bad descriptor? Uh I would say yes because he's his defense is what makes him incredible. That's, that is crazy. But it's in just... not a hustle way, in like an athlete way. <laughs> yeah, he's like really strong, but he definitely looks like a teacher. You yeah. Know, like uh-huh. a tall teacher. But like a handsome teacher, but still a teacher. You know what and, I mean? He yeah, looks well, like Tass Mellis. <laughs> Let's just be yeah, honest. It's, it's just very <laughs> weird that that guy succeeding in the NBA... Is in spite of his three point shooting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Check out check out John Conchar. Uh, uh, and oh. Google Images needs to get their shit straight because if you Google John Conchar and images, the second image is Grayson Allen. Um, no. <laughs> it looks like, and it looks like it's ESPN's fault. Hold on. Uh, apparently, at one point, I think ESPN.com's John Conchar page had Grayson Allen as his profile photo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. John Conchar, John Conchar looks like a guy who comes in, like, eighth place on the Bachelorette and gets dumped on a date. 100%. That is exactly what he looks like. Um, <laughs> and, like, he looks... If you if you are familiar with the Bachelor in Paradise franchise, he is reminiscent of Grocery Store Joe. Uh, I would say his vibe. Um, oh, I, I had one more question about this call, Joey. Yeah, for sure, dude. When was the last time you did the stairmaster? I've never done a stairmaster. <laughs> I uh, I feel like I feel like once I once I learned there were elliptical machines, the stairmaster was uh, a thing of the past. Is it possible he was on an elliptical and he just called it a stairmaster? Yeah, it's possible. But I mean, they, I'm sure they have a stairmaster at Planet Fitness. It's a popular machine. It uh, just, it just that that that's the one gym machine where it's like, does this have to directly evoke like a punishment from Hades? You know I mean, <laughs> oh, you're climbing an endless stair. Like, all right, um, all right. Let's talk news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, our top story uh, is this. Yo, this I'm going to stay on the subject, bro, because all y'all want to keep sliding up and shit and saying, oh, you should have made it. Yeah, I should have, bro, but I didn't. So, I mean, it is what it is. NBA is a bunch of bullshit. The NBA can really suck my dick for all I care. I hope y'all see this video, by the way, and find me. But, um, yeah, man, shit's just crazy to me, bro. I work in the fucking political 
league that's all about politics and it is what it is that's right sean that what you heard there was nba rookie uh jackson hayes telling the nba that they can quote really suck my dick for all i care and i hope y'all see this video by the way find me he pulled a bill simmons wow yeah a bill simmons a kevin love Perhaps. Yeah, but uh, the Bill Simmons is, that's really, eh, and I don't care if you hear this, Roger Go- Goodell, you can cancel Grantland for all I care. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you have your friend Peter Thiel tear down Deadspin as well? <laughs> Do it with wrestling. Unions are terrible. Um... <laughs> uh, but seriously, can you tell me Sean, can you for for for, for our listeners out there that did not know the uh, that Jack rookie Jackson Hayes told the NBA that they can really suck his dick for all he cares? Uh-huh. Can you tell him why? Can you tell them why he said that? Yeah, yeah, I can. So uh, Jackson Hayes plays for the the New Orleans Pelicans. Mm-hmm. He's a rookie. He's a rookie. He was the tenth pick in the draft. Um, he's like. You may not know Jackson Hayes, but you've seen a lot of guys who are a lot like Jackson yeah. Hayes, who also went to Texas and kind of do that. <laughs> like he's like Jared, he's like Jared Allen, uh huh. And he's two years behind him. And, oh, and also not unlike Tristan Thompson, just mm-hmm. like a dude who block shots. Uh, so he didn't get picked for the Rising Stars game, <laughs> the game that features. Uh, a lot of young players. It's all first and second year players, or is yeah. it just right? <laughs> yeah, it's all first it used to be the rookie software. Yeah, it used to be the rookie software game. Now it is. Uh, Which, by the, the way, it should still be the rookie software. Yeah, I don't game. understand the problem with that. And now it's the U.S. versus the world, which well, you is know like the problem all- with it. It's it's the Ben Simmons not a rookie thing. Oh. Because so many guys well, skip their rookie years now. They're like... But not that many guys did that. <laughs> but just, that's why. It's so weirdly <laughs> xenophobic, too. Um, yeah, it's like, we're going to destroy the world again. Except right. Except I think the world has beaten us twice, two in a row now. No, Kuzma, Kuzma won it, like, single-handedly oh, yes, last year. Bogdan, the, 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 Bogdan went off the year oh, before. Oh, that's right. No, uh, you might be right. Yeah, um, no, I think Bogdan and Doncic won it single-handedly last year, didn't they? Okay, okay. I just <laughs> thought Kuzma was the MVP of the Rising Stars. No, it was Bogdan. It was Bogdan. It's why he's untouchable in <laughs> trades. <laughs> well, he's untouchable in trades because they should not trade him. There's no reason. Just pay Bogdan Bogdanovich, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Oh, I meant I meant Kuzma. Oh, Kuzma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just keep Bogdan by like <laughs> Jesus Christ, Sacramento. What are we doing? Like, uh, I, he is very clearly Manu Ginobili. I mean, he's not as good, but you know what I mean. Like a guy who uh, scores a shit ton of points and runs a second unit perfectly. Like that's what Bogdan yeah. Bogdanovich is. Like when you're a good team, you will want that guy. Just pay him. Right. <laughs> uh, so I think Bogdan actually went off. Uh, Is that two years the ago? The previous yeah, yeah. Okay. year. Well, I mean, he did hit five threes in the game. He was pretty good. 
But uh, yeah, last year Kyle Kuzma is the one who. Look, we know our. It was hey, like at Kuzma. least we were able to name the last two MVPs of the Rising Stars game. I mean, look, we have a problem. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, it's yeah. I I'm going to say it right now. I prefer NBA Saturday to anything else that happened. Or uh, maybe even Friday. NBA Friday? I might like Friday better than Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. I like the celebrity game. I like the rookie sophomore game. I mean, it's like this year look, I will say it is it is somewhat of a relief to not have to explain to a romantic partner this year that on Friday, February 14th, <laughs> what I want to do for Valentine's Day is watch, um, you know, a couple of the guys from Migos. Nick Cannon. Oh, head to head with yeah, Nick Cannon, <laughs> Wynn Butler. Uh, Arnie Duncan. Uh, Arnie Duncan, <laughs> Brian McKnight, Coleman. Ed from Ed. Ed from Ed, who I guess is Ed from The Flash now, but still. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I still think of him as Ed on that show, right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm like, whoa, Ed's bad this season? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Ed, Joey. (laughs) I definitely have not. (laughs) But Uh, Ed was everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, but, so it's, it's, yeah, U.S. versus the world, um, I, anyway, Jackson Hayes did get picked to the U.S. team, (laughs) and, uh, Zion got picked to the team, and his teammate, um, Nikhil, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Nah, you can just call him Nah, Nah, Nah. Um, and he's playing, he's playing, he's Canadian. But, so he's yeah, because he's the on the world team. team, that's why he got picked. Um, it's, it's very strange that they're enforcing the uh, Canadian-U.S. binary in the NBA right now, because generally when you find out someone's Canadian in the United States, you're like, oh, wow, all right. Cool. And, and, and this game is set up that it's like, the U.S. is guarding the border to the north. Anyway, Tristan Thompson wants to take your jobs. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm pro anyone telling their boss to suck their dick. So yeah. even though this is maybe the most ridiculous reason to be mad at your boss, <laughs> also when your name is Jackson Hayes. Well, and it's like who who picked the game? The coaches voted. I don't even know who chooses the rising stars. <laughs> it's like the league office, right? They're just like. Famous guy, famous guy, guy from a country we're trying to sell some shit in. <laughs> famous guy, Laker, Celtic. Like, when he thought he thought the Pelicans were doing so well, they deserved three rising stars. <laughs> also, I think it's only nine people on each team. Uh, here's, like here's the weirdest thing. Uh, <laughs> other people were mad about not being picked for the Rising Stars game, too. Uh-huh. Uh, Mat- oh, it's 20. Okay, but still. Matisse okay. Teibel, Teibel uh-huh. his agent released a, uh, <laughs> released a statement mad that Matisse wasn't picked for the, uh, for the Rising Stars game. Uh, his to agent... Me, this is, yeah. <laughs> 
you go ahead. His Sorry. agent Eric Goodwin said, "Quote: Matisse plays to win. He does what his team needs of him. He's happy for every player that made the Rising Stars game, but." I would be lying if I didn't say he was pretty disappointed. He's one of the league's top defenders and is amongst the league leaders in steals and blocks. Dash, dash, dash. From the guard position. (laughs) Sad reminder that defense no longer has substance in the new NBA. Shame on the league's ass instant coaches. Oh, so that's who chooses the rising league. Wow. Um, so, So he's basically saying... Suck my dick, Ron Adams. <laughs> hey, Sam Cassell, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, so to me, this is like less funny, but 100%, like so much crazier than Jackson Hayes' thing. Because uh-huh. Jackson Hayes got disappointed. Because it happened to him. <laughs> and he made an, in- well, and he just put it on his own Instagram right. immediately after finding out. And it's like, Oh, a oh a twenty year old got emotional and on and social did media. something embarrassing. <laughs> like like it, it is funny that like the takeaway is that oh he was really sad even though it's the, the anyway Matisse Teibel was like hey you gotta say something Eric you're my <laughs> agent you're supposed to look out for can't me. you do something about this like this is. That assistant coaches seems like something that Matisse dictated over the phone. Uh, and here's the thing about <laughs> Matisse Thibel. Um, he fucking rules. Uh, I really like him. Uh-huh. Uh, he would not rule in this game. Um, yeah, it's like, like the the very the that this game is built specifically to have one team watch the other team while they have the ball. <laughs> Right. Anytime anyone well, tries play to play team defense. Anytime any t- anybody tries to play defense in this game, they it they get embarrassed and it ruins their career. Um Right. Uh like like uh when that guy tried to guard uh look, look. Are we maybe a little fond of the Rising Stars game because it's the only time that Jason Richardson truly got his due? Uh, you know, maybe. Hey, you no, know, he also won a slam dunk contest twice. That's right. As long as long as it's on Sunday, <laughs> the Warriors are there. But yes, exactly. Carlos Boozer was trying to guard Jason Richardson, and uh, he uh, got embarrassed um, when mm-hmm. Jason Richardson threw the ball off his face. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But the big one I think of is... Uh, Kyrie Irving absolutely, literally ruining Brandon Knight's career. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Because at, it was it's because Kyrie Irving kept just crossing him up and then like uh, draining threes in his face, and then a week later, Kyrie Irving's best friend literally murdered him with a. DeAndre Rock. Jordan dunked on him harder than anyone has ever dunked on anybody. <laughs> I mean, he like he collapsed like 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 fur like patio furniture. The way he just oh, it's incredible. Um, 
So, so Matisse, Matisse would be playing on the U.S. team in this situation, right? I, I believe so, yeah. And sometimes it's, uh, I don't know if he really has a case, Joey. And, and I'm going to say Jackson Hayes does not. Eric Pascal is probably the guy having the worst season on this U.S. team. Uh, also, they want to have players from uh, the world roster, though. Uh, I mean, I Sveen would say and Mo Wagner made it. I, I would exactly. This is why just take young players and then divide them up in a different way. In in fact, specifically this year, just. Have a team eight and a team twenty-four. Exactly. Um, and you know what? Here's what I'd here's what I'd say as well. Kobe Bryant embodied the US and the world. <laughs> spoke Italian, right. Jeff. I don't want to talk about Kobe anymore though. Um What? <laughs> um Should we talk about the actual All-Star game? Oh wait, hold on. Um we should also talk about uh people being mad about Saturday. <laughs> yes, it's great. Here's the thing. Yes, this is Fairly embarrassing for everybody, but all anyone ever wants to talk about is how people don't care about the All Star Game and it should mean something. And and now we're mad that Jackson Hayes is is willing to get his dick sucked by Ron Adams to prove a point about the Rising Stars game. That's commitment. <laughs> um, Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh-huh. Uh is mad he got he didn't get picked to defend his skills challenge title. And I'm gonna say right off the bat, fuck yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie. As one of the only men on earth who loves the skills challenge, I like seeing somebody take this seriously. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I mean look, it's it is I am a weirdo who prefers the skills challenge to the three point contest. Okay, that is that is insane. I like a race. What can I say? <laughs> it is it, it, the skills challenge. I'm, I'm gonna have to push back here. It's not broad enough. It's like I agree. it is a weird. It's not. It's the thing is like I just feel like an all star weekend event should have a little more talent and skill mm-hmm. compared to it than like a sausage race around a baseball this, field. Like but it's, here's the thing. It feels I, like a Friday event. I'm a man who loves an uh, an, an obstacle course. Just, you know this about me. <laughs> I do know this. It's just the obstacles aren't very good. Exactly. That's but the thing. I, for me, I love the skills challenge because I see the potential in it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess so. <laughs> last, last year, the skills challenge just came down to people hitting half-court shots. Uh-huh. Very weird. Which was exciting, but also it was like, what did we just it even measure? It was really good last year. <laughs> uh, so Spencer Dinwiddie actually won in 2018. Yeah, so he's, right. But he is a former winner. Yes. But also, he, he I don't believe he was there last year. I, so he's still complaining about not being able to. Um, wow. Um, anyway, he said, he quote... Look at it like this. I won the skills challenge and didn't get invited back. What does that fucking say? Have you ever met a winner of an award not get invited back? Now that shit is pretty crazy. Folks don't care about me. I'm Spencer. Quit playing. Yeah. Uh, He missed the skills challenge last year due to an injury. Mm -hmm. So he was probably hurt uh, working on a papa shot. 
to correct uh, <laughs> things. Oh, Joey, going back to the three-point contest, it would be so much better if they just run have two guys shoot at the same time in the early rounds. Yeah. That would, that would solve a lot. <laughs> I, I mean, the three-point... I like the three-point contest. It's fine. Um, I do think it's just a little monotonous. Uh, watching yeah, yeah. Watching a guy that, go that, around that, in a circle shooting threes. Uh, yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You make the yeah. first round take half the amount of time, and then, you know, you only have to watch guys do that a lot fewer times. Um, yes. So, um, look... He should be in the skills challenge. He was hurt last year. He wanted to defend the title. Um, who's even in it? Have they announced? They haven't really announced. <laughs> as far as I can tell, I could not find the roster. They just told Spencer Dinwiddie, not you. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Tatum will be defending his title. Yeah, of course. Because people like him. Uh-huh. Quit playing. Um... Yeah, as far as I can tell, they have not announced participants. They just, uh... oh, also Spencer Dinwiddie did call out Jason Jason Tatum last year. It uh-huh. was like your skills challenge title doesn't count because I wasn't there. <laughs> Looks like he Phil Jackson did. The title only counts if you go through me. And then he offered to bet him. Uh, he put a, a, a Bitcoin prize down to yeah. beat him. <laughs> Do you think the NBA is holding him out of the skills challenge so he cannot advertise Dinwiddie coin? I on do. The I think it's political. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think we need to get Andrew Yang on this. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie's probably Yang Gang, right? I he seems pretty Yang Gang yeah. to me. <laughs> also, also, also uh, undervalued and ignored. Yeah, they tried to cut Yang from the primary squad. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to keep talking about that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Starting to annoy myself. Let's um, talk yeah. about the actual All-Stars, I guess. Yeah. Even though yeah, I yeah. find it to be incredibly boring. Um, so they named the All-Star teams. Uh, it's Luca, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, Brandon Ingram, Nikola Jokic, Rudy Gobert, and not Devin Booker. Not Uh, Devin Booker. That's the main takeaway from this team. (laughs) In the East, it's Kemba Walker, um, Giannis, of course, uh, Pascal Uh Siakam, Joel Embiid, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler. Oh, Trey Young, too. Oh, Trey Young, sorry. Uh, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, and then two of the stranger. No one would have guessed if you bet, like if you bet that these two guys would make an All Star team uh, this summer, you would uh, be shot in the head in your jewelry store. Bam Adebayo, <laughs> and uh, and of course, um, Sabonis from Indiana. Wow. Yeah. All right, Sean. My first, my first question yeah. for you: Who uh-huh. got snubbed? And uh, the answer has to be nobody, yeah. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I believe, I believe Keith Parrish from the Great Fast Break Breakfast podcast brought this up. But uh, yeah, it's who you you can't make the All Star team outright in a year with no Steph Clay. 
injured Kyrie, no Durant. Like, like, like there's 10 guys missing from the field mm-hmm. who could potentially have been all stars. Um, and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I guess you would, I, I was a little surprised that Bradley Beal did not make the all-star team. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's what, that was the only surprise. Devin Booker didn't make it and, uh, didn't surprise me because, you know, it's, there's a lot of guys place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He led the team to 11th place and. I just and look. When, I get, when I hear this, you need to say who's not on the team instead. I also get being mad as a Suns fan because I used to get mad every year when Monte Ellis didn't win uh, yeah. make the All Star team for an eleventh place team. But uh, uh, John Hollinger pulled out that reference when he was talking about the Suns being mad about it, and it like. It really it was like a gut punch because I remembered how I felt. Mm-hmm. Knowing in my heart that Monte Ellis was not an all-star. Right. But still just just like, he scored 26 a game. Uh-huh. No one can guard him. And But you look at the guys ahead of him, and it's like, did, would, you, would you take Devin Booker over Donovan Mitchell? Does that seem right? I mean, Suns fans would. Uh, I guess so. I don't think it, I would, though. But, like, Lillard and Paul seem like way better i mean the guy is it's russell westbrook right but 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 you look at westbrook's like booker's whole thing is his scoring resume and it's like well russell westbrook is also scoring 25 points a game right so uh devin booker i'm sorry but uh the Suns are going to be trading off players and not really trying to make the playoffs. Um, Bradley Once Beal, again. of course, was disqualified. Uh, he was supposed to make the team, but then um, uh, the coaches saw the picture of him as Jared Leto's Joker uh-huh. uh, for Halloween, and they were like, "We can't have him on a team. He'll uh, no. He'll poison it. <laughs> Spit on people." Well, they were the NBA actually. They were worried he was going to send his teammates used condoms like yeah. Jared Leto on the they said he... squad squad. <laughs> actually, that's what. First led to the breakdown of the Bradley Beal John Wall relationship, I believe. <laughs> I think that was a tidbit we heard. Um, Jim yeah. Boylan mm-hmm. uh, thinks Zach Levine was snubbed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He said, "Quote: I am disappointed. We're disappointed. We feel he's an All Star caliber player. He's having an All Star season, and he's obviously a huge part to what we're building." But we respect the process. What is he talking about? (laughs) Our goals have not changed. We hope to and want to and continue to play meaningful games in January and February and March and continue our fight to become a playoff team. We're going to keep playing and Zach's going to keep competing and playing at a high level. He's having an all-star caliber season. Because he he didn't get selected doesn't mean he's not playing at a big-time level. Congrats to the guys that made it. Winning is important and will move forward. God, just imagine that being your boss every day. Just, that's what all his speeches must be like. We hope to, and we want to, and continue to. Like, wait. Playing meaningful games in January is his goal? Jesus Christ, aim a little higher, Boylan. He is the most middle manager at a TGI Fridays uh, fucking guy in league history. Oh, yeah. He's like a 
I mean, he just seems like he must know so many buzzwords. Right? Um, they Man. also changed the rules to the All-Star game. Should we talk oh, about yeah. that? That's right, yes. Can you explain Please. those this to me, Sean? <laughs> it was presented in the most confusing way possible, I will say that. Um, they are doing something which is known as an Elam ending, where... Um, Teams just play to a certain score rather than the clock. And I think the way it normally works is you get to a certain point in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think it's like with four minutes left. And the winning score is like 15 points above what the leading team currently has. So mm-hmm. you have to get to a, a number. Anyway, um, to make it even more confusing, they're going to reset the scores at the end of each quarter. Mm-hmm. And the team that wins the quarter gets like $100,000 to donate to a charity of their choice. And in the fourth quarter, they're just playing for 24 points more than the leading cumulative score through three quarters, which they're also keeping. Um, so, yeah, so if if Team LeBron is up 100 to 95 overall for the three quarters – the winning team has to get to 124, mm-hmm. and they pick 24 because of Kobe. Right, and then each team is either wearing 8 or 22, correct? 24, right? I thought it was 22 because that was Gigi's number. Uh, Kobe's daughter. I, look, I, I... I might be wrong, though. I might be 24, but I thought I read 22. Uh, Team LeBron is wearing two. Oh, sorry, two was her number. Two was her number, yeah. I mean, that is, like, look, it's a nice tribute. It's a little just weird objectively, but you know what? No, it's cool. Whatever. It's It is also the most the NBA has paid attention to women's basketball in, like, years. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Uh, Sean, do you think that uh, people are going to like this format? I guess. It seems confusing. Like, like, do, my question is, do people actually care that the All-Star game is competitive? Because it feels like even when they make it competitive, it's just the end of the game. I think it's going to be disappointing. And, and this is why. Um... I think it's very possible that one team will be way ahead at the end of the third quarter, Mm -hmm. but also 24 points is not that many points in the all-star game. Right. I mean, the score of the all-star game last year was like, it was almost 200. I I don't care. Didn't didn't the team almost hit 200 last year? uh, Yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. It was the final score last year was, Kevin Durant with an, another MVP, so proud of him. It was 178 to 164. Yeah. So, yeah, last year, Team LeBron scored basically twice that much in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But the problem with this ending is that when you're playing to a score, just think it can end very disappointingly. Right. Like, how do you, how do you come back as a trailing team at this point? Especially... It's it's gonna end on James Harden getting fouled beyond the arc and then calmly hitting three free throws and then the game will be over mm-hmm. and his team will have won by like sixteen points. 
Well, it won't be James Harden we'll be like, because he's hung over every All Star game. Remember? Oh, you're right. You're right. It will not. It will not be James Harden. <laughs> It'll but be Chris Paul. Oh, Chris Paul hitting free throws. <laughs> that he like. Then, that he like uh, flopped his way. Flopped into. his way absolutely. Into, yeah. yeah. And then in after the, the game, back, court, in the backcourt, it won't even be like a, on a play to the hoop. Yeah. And then people are going to be like, people are just going to be looking and trying to numerology the whole thing again, mm-hmm. where they're like, wow, he shot five free throws. Kobe had five rings. It's incredible. Magical night. Uh, I, I can't get enough of, of hope to and want to and continue to, by the way, Joey. That's how I'm just going to say everything now. Like, I hope to and I want to and I continue to uh, show up on time for work. <laughs> um. All right. Um. To talk about uh, All Star Weekend, to do our annual, their annual, uh, I guess it's semi annual, their semi annual All Star All Star mock draft. Uh, here are um those NBA cap nerds uh slammed up with Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. This is slammed up. With Brett Samson and Randy Ledoux. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Welcome to another edition of the Slammed Up Analytics Basketball Podcast, a uh, podcast that is embedded deep inside the uh, Round Ball Rock podcast, much like uh deandre jordan uh sagging back to the basket and not contesting shots out of the three-point line someone should make a joke about that uh with me as often for this emergency podcast is randy ledoux randy how are you doing hey brad i'm doing great how are you uh pretty good pretty good uh as you know we uh we had to do this uh emergency podcast normally we do the uh mock all-star captain's draft the night before uh, we stay up all night working on that mm-hmm. uh, so we can release just ahead of the official draft but uh circumstances proved we had an emergency in the nba uh did you see uh the the rockets mavericks game i did it was the greatest thing that's ever happened Mm -hmm. the houston Mm -hmm. rockets played an entire game where no one was taller than six six and at one point played an all two guard lineup james harden austin rivers rivers Thabo Cephalosha. Oh, so swishy. Denewell House and mm-hmm. Ben McLemore. Oh. The shooting. The switchiness. The space, oh, the spacing. This oh, is how uh, basketball should be played. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of like-sized players. Uh, always important uh, on a basketball roster or at an orgy. Uh, it, it was incredible. I uh, I actually had a little trouble uh, watching this game, Randy, because I was uh, weeping and... Uh, it's hard to see through the veil of tears of joy that were coming down. Uh, it's it's positionless. Recording. Uh, it's uh, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful move for the sport of basketball. It's a wonderful uh, happening for us on the show, but it's also a great move for the Rockets' front office, uh, keeping those uh, big slow dinosaurs uh, encased in tar uh, soon to have their bones decompose into fossil fuels. Uh, 
It's keeping Nene Hilario and Clint Capella off the court and keeping them away from reaching their playing time contract incentives. Oh, I love when incentives aren't reached. Anytime uh, a player cannot make money that they should be making in the first place, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just it's how basketball should be played. Absolutely. They should be compensated based on uh, arbitrary uh uh, statistical levels, uh, they should be compensated on playing time. It can be taken away by an employer at their discretion. Uh, a contract should be less like a business arrangement with a union and more like a deal set with magical fairies that uh, expires at a certain hour, maybe based on uh, the collection of various rose parts and, of course, uh, the whim of vengeful spirits. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we get going, uh, I want to talk about one of our sponsors. Uh, this is uh, a new sponsor for our show. It is Rishon Holmes Rich Home Building, and it's a construction company made by uh, Sacramento Kings Center, Rishon Holmes' favorite of ours on the Slammed Up podcast. Uh, now, these are uh, not the most expensive homes you're going to get, but still somehow slightly Overpriced. Uh, this is not a great starter home. Uh, could be an acceptable backup home. Also, uh, there are some loose nails in these buildings because they do not hit the boards uh, particularly hard. Uh, that being said, if you are currently homeless, if you're just looking for a place to shack up in a literal shack, you could do worse than uh, Rishon Holmes's Rich Homes. And actually, you can get a uh, free consultation uh, by using promo code "You're Dead to Brett" on your 28th birthday. Uh, we talk about remember. that all the time. We talk about it all the time, and uh, so get in touch with them today. All right. Uh, well, this is uh, one of our favorite uh, annual traditions here on the Slammed Up Podcast. Uh, we do a lot of research for it. It is the Monk All Star Captains Draft, mm-hmm. uh, where each of us will role play. Uh, one of the captains of this team, uh, as you know, the two, top two vote getters, uh, compete to, uh, draft their own rival teams. Uh, you've read m- many of my essays on Quillette about how this is how we should also choose the, uh, presidency and the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, we want to do this and then we, uh, we flipped a Bitcoin. It's weird. <laughs> you think we should have two competing presidents that then yeah. draft, uh, Draft their cabinet based on a weird selection of players? Well, it's the top five vote-getters. So uh, this year, uh, the field would include, you know, uh, right now, if we're going by the polls, it would be Bernie and Trump. Trump would draft first as the incumbent. Uh, the pool would include, of course, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Amy Klobuchar. That's my uh, girl! Mayor Pete. Uh, and I believe uh, some of these libertarian candidates would... Uh, would end up being a uh, part of this election, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Uh, I believe so. <clears throat> They'd be in the top ten. Uh, we just, we just really, I, I, I want to look out for all the potential candidates. Uh, I believe Joe Stein would be in the top Vermin ten. She'd be involved Supreme. in the draft. I think Vermin mm-hmm. Supreme. Vermin Supreme. Uh, for me, I would draft him as the Secretary of Agriculture. I'm uh, pretty sure Vermin yeah. Supreme is currently leading the libertarian, the libertarian presidential primary. Oh, wow, it's the uh, southeast division of the presidential field. Uh, and uh, I feel like, uh, you know, things break right. Uh, David Duke could get his name in there. So uh, I believe that's how government should work. And uh, you can read that series. And, of course, uh, you know, also I uh, deliver different passages of it on my OnlyFans page. 
so we did flip a Bitcoin earlier, and uh, Randy, you were the winner, so you get to be uh, Team LeBron for this one. Okay. So uh, as it works, uh, we're going to alternate picks for the starters, and then uh, I get the first selection uh, for the reserves. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Randy, you want to lead off? Yeah. Um, before I make my first selection, uh, I'd like to uh, put on the table the first pick in this draft. I'm oh. looking for future all-star compensation, draft compensation, and maybe a later pick in this round on top of it. Uh, uh, Team Giannis here. Mm-hmm. What do you got? Uh, I am very interested in the first pick in the draft. Uh, looking at all these guys, there's a lot of future value here. Um, I don't want to let you know my intentions, but uh, I will be uh, much like when I am looking for a first date, I am going to be focused on an Eastern European 20-year-old. Um, so I'd, I'd like to offer you, um, uh, you know, I don't want to get too, too compromised, but uh, I would send you the second pick in the draft along with my fourth selection in the reserve draft to move up to that first pick. Can you do anything where... You offer me any few picks in future drafts. Oh, perfect. As well, yeah, yeah. on top well, of that. Sweeteners, if you will. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. Little, little takes a little, uh, yeah, a little Splenda in your cider, as we like to say here on the podcast. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm thinking I'm Team Giannis. Uh, you know, I, I will be here in this captain position. My popularity is not going to go down. Uh, I'm really thinking that we're going to be good at the, uh, 2024 all-star game, so I don't want to trade a pick then. Uh, what if I threw in a, uh, a pick swap for uh, the second best of either of our reserve draft picks in the 2023 All-Star game? Mm, I'm really looking for something in the 2021 to 2022 range. Ah, well, uh, you know, that uh, it goes into uh, the space we were I expecting mean, this to is have. The first round, this is the first overall pick we're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not like uh, I'm. It's not like I'm just giving up nothing here. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, do you have any? Uh. Do you have any uh, assets you're trying to get rid of? I mean, I'm LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Uh, my popularity is not waning exactly, mm-hmm. but I'm not exactly. Who knows how long I'm gonna play? So. Yeah, how long? How long is this window gonna be open here right. for your All Star maneuver? For my All Star captaincy. All right. Well, listen to this. What if uh, Team Giannis agrees to take uh, an underperforming Blaze Pizza franchise off your hand as well? Gives you a little bit of cash savings going into uh, that 2020 election. Uh, as we predicted, the economy will be crashing in mid November. Uh, that's why I've converted most of our assets to gold and silver and uh, stores of ammunition and just just big old barrels of gasoline. You know, I'm not, I, I don't, I don't think this deal is really working out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, should I just, I, I think I'm just going to make the selection. Right, you know what? I, I can't go any further than that. So yeah, go ahead. Take that, take that pick. Um, with my first pick, uh, I'm going to select Dante DiVincenzo. Dante DiVincenzo, oh, that he's a steal. He's leading the league in net rating. Um, mm-hmm. I really think uh, 
I, I really think I made the correct pick here. Yeah, yeah. He's the Michael Jordan of Delaware. Uh, great state. All of my companies are incorporated there to uh, get out of uh, certain tax obligations and environmental uh, reporting. Uh, DiVincenzo, he's great. He's uh, the best defensive player in the NBA right now by the numbers, which are the only thing that matters. Uh, the only eye test you should be taking is uh, a retina scan to get into your private bunker uh, after the uh, economic apocalypse of November 2020. Uh, it's a pretty great move. And, uh, you know, Dante DiVincenzo, he's he's great. He's got a lot of growth ahead of him. He's going to play lockdown defense and do the little things in this All-Star game. I, I love that selection, Randy. Switchy. I wish his shooting motion was a little bit more repeatable. Mm-hmm. Um, but most importantly, um, again, leading the league in net rating, the most important stat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Has There's nothing, nothing to nothing do with how good his team is. It's all him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I agree. Uh, well, I am going to make uh, a little bit of a chalk selection. Could be a little uh, controversial with my second selection. I'm going to go with Luka Doncic of the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, you know, he's he's third in the league in win shares. Uh, couldn't couldn't really crack the offensive rating. Boards. Uh, he's very young. He's not turned 21 yet. Still 20 years old. Uh, but what's really uh, compelled me to take him in this is that he just severely sprained his ankle. And uh, you know this team, we're we're playing for the 2022-2023 All Star Game. Uh, Giannis is probably going to sit out a lot of this game. So uh, we're taking Luca. We're going to stash him. He's going to help us tank. Uh, get better draft position. Maybe pick up some extra. Uh, reserve selections down the road, but uh, we're taking Luke Doncic and we're expecting him to be out and possibly be legally dead by mm-hmm. the NFL. Oh, amazing. Great pick. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, with my second pick, um, you know what? I'm going to put that on the table. What can you offer me? You're tanking this year. Oh, team Giannis here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we would offer you for that selection, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo and, uh, the third captain's pick in the 2022 draft. I'll tell you we what. You just need to get off that Giannis money. You throw in your next pick and I'll do it. Uh, all right. That's, uh, hmm, hmm. I don't know. Hmm. A lot of value there. Hmm. Uh, what if, uh, could I get a pick swap in the 2025 all-star captain's draft? What if we protect that one to five? One to five protection, and uh, I don't want it if it's the last pick in the draft. So can we reverse protect it, protect it one through five, and then also protect it uh, ten through eleven? I don't know. That seems like a lot to give up. Well, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm oh yeah, it, it, uh, hmm. couldn't you want to push it back one year? What if we push it back so it's only protected ten, ten to eleven every other year? Every other year. Okay, that, that sounds like a good sequence. Okay, just to summarize, uh, to, uh, all right, so it is, uh, the deal is, uh, the, the third pick in the All-Star Draft for, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo this year, uh, a 2024, uh, uh, number, the third, the third pick in the starters portion of the 2024 draft. And then uh, an additional uh, reserve pick uh, starting in 2025, mm-hmm. each year protected one through five, 
and 10 through 11, and ultimately... But that only would, protected uh, 10 through 11 every other year? Every other year, and then it would revert to uh, a celebrity all-star game participant. Tick. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we've got a deal. I think we're able to make a deal there. That's great. Uh, I was excited about the trade getting off that Giannis money. Of course, we are uh, planning to tank this year, and uh, yep, the... the it, it just seems like a it seems like a win 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 trade all around. I'm really looking forward to that 2024 game. Should be time for uh, Team Giannis to finally get a win. Uh, and with that pick, I will be drafting uh, Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks simply because uh, he is the youngest player available. Uh, he is the furthest from the grave, and uh, we can harvest his uh, T cells uh, and platelets to uh, store and stock up when these teams are going to need like a spare body part and some extra juice uh, when we're finally ready to compete in an all-star game two or three years down the road. Um, all right. Uh, so I have the next two picks. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. Um, I will trade you the next two picks for Trey young. Oh, would you be interested in that? Hmm. Hmm. You know, I like the the cost certainty of Trey Young, but I am always in favor of trading down to get extra picks. Uh, all right, would you throw in? Hmm. 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 Uh, I know you're an avid collector of All Star Game uh, memorabilia. Would you Would you trade me a uh, Skills Challenge trophy from the years? I'm only really looking uh, for the years 2012 through 2015. I oh, and I can I can throw in a game worn blindfold from Cedric Sabalos that I won Ooh. at a poker game. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm just gonna use the pick. That's too much. Uh, so, all right, Art, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, with my pick, I'm gonna select. Um, so I have Giannis. Mm-hmm. I have LeBron, me, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. have Dante Divincenzo. I need mm-hmm. some shooting. Um, I think I am going to select Nerland's Noel. Oh, oh, oh! Interesting pick. Gives you some length out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a excellent true shooting percentage, and um, more importantly, he's twentieth overall in wi- value over replacement player. Oh my gosh, that's, that's huge, huge stat at the All Star game. He's on a he's, but what I really like about him is he's on a one year deal. I have a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of. I'm gonna have a lot of dead cap between LeBron and Giannis going. Yeah, you're gonna have some. You're gonna have dead cap. You're gonna have some dead bodies on that mm-hmm. roster. He's. I, I can't believe LeBron is still on his feet. Mm-hmm. All right. So then, with my next pick, I still need shooting. Uh, Neurolines didn't really answer that. Uh, I'm going to select Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's third overall in defensive box plus minus, and um, also more importantly, uh, his net rating is incredibly high. I think it's another steal. I don't like his age, but. Mm-hmm. He's sixth in net rating. What are you going to do? Plus no, the mean, box, plus minus? I mean... That's an all-star, and on that contract, he is a more valuable player than Anthony Davis this mm-hmm. year, uh, by the numbers. Mm-hmm. It is correct. 
Uh, all right, so that's your you've got you've got five. Uh, my team right now. Hmm. Looking at the roster, uh, I traded away Giannis, and I have Luka Doncic and Trey Young, and that's it. Versus your five players. Uh, so I'm gonna have to make a bold selection. Uh, this team does not have enough defense. Uh, when I'm looking at this team, and so I gotta go high on the defensive ratings and uh, Team LeBron here. Yes. Uh, would you be interested in LeBron James? Hmm. You know he is. He does. Uh, I can't play him at the one, which uh, will solve things because uh, Trey Young's natural position is the three. Just creates a lot of matchup issues there. Hmm. I'm a little concerned about his age. Maybe his commitment to the game. Hmm. But he is a real winner. Hmm. Uh, all right, so you know, the deal would be this pick for LeBron James. Well, I'm going to need uh, the rest of your picks in the draft. Ooh, ooh, a real draft day. So I would be left with a team of Luka Doncic, Trey Young, and LeBron James. I don't see a lot of weak spots there. It's a lot of shooting, uh, cover a lot of ground, and we are trying to tank. Uh, hmm, hmm. Will you throw in a pick swap? Sure. Okay, I mean, I mean, like, literally, we should trade ice picks. Yeah, yeah, I knew okay. what you meant. Okay, great. Uh, let's do it. Let's make that happen. Okay, great. Okay, so we're we're done. Uh, the former team, Giannis, uh, our final roster is now uh, Trey Young, Luka Doncic, and LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the team. And then Team no LeBron has Giannis. Um, Dante DiVincenzo, um, Nerlens Noel, um, Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. And, and then you have, uh, 14 more players. I believe okay. you have 14 more selections. Yes. Uh, could I suggest Ivica Zubac eighth and offensive rating? Absolutely. Going to take, I was going to take him. JJ Redick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to take him uh, 18th in um, offensive rating, sw- shooting. Brandon Clark, I was going to take him. The guy I was going to take with my next pick before I traded it, uh, Daniel Thies from uh, the Boston Celtics. Tice, Boss, it's so, Tice. Dice, Dice. Yeah. Oh, I only... Better you know, than I, Clint I, Capella. Show me the difference. I did. They're not really any different as far as I can tell. Um, And then um, George Hill I was going to take. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's second in offensive rating. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Dunn, three point eight uh, steal percentage. I love the, I love the expiring deal there with Chris Dunn. You get some, uh, you know, he's he's uh, he's uh, he, I, I like to call him a zombie trade exception, mm-hmm. where uh, he can walk, uh, but he is restricted, so you can remain, you can keep him undead, you can bind him as if with a summoner's charm. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Robinson, I was going to take him. Oh, incredible, incredible, best offensive player in the NBA, obviously. Uh, T.J. Oh. Warren. Mm-hmm. Oh, before before you finish your selections, we got to talk to a sponsor. Uh, this is from the makers of Blinkist. It is uh, if you you know Blinkist, you know that I hate reading uh, anything that is a physical uh, dead tree book. I will read blogs, Reddit threads, and uh, mostly I just listen to podcasts and uh, read statistics. But I do like Blinkist, which is a site that lets you read the key lessons from over two thousand. Nonfiction books in 15 minutes or fewer. Uh, that was pretty good, but I figured out something with a little more efficiency. It's Ari Ember. 
which is a site very similar to Blinkist. Uh, you get those key lessons quickly with Blinkist. With Ari Ember, you get those lessons while you are sleeping through uh, with their special noise machines, earbuds, and a heavy blanket pack entirely with the shredded pages of Success is a Choice by Rick Pitino. Uh, honestly, this is fantastic. Uh, I feel like I've read 75 books uh, in just the month of December through my sleep regimen. Uh, also, I, 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 I'll I, be honest, I wear the earbuds during uh, the vigorous sexual intercourse that I have. And I'm like really learning DiCaprio. a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I'm getting smarter every day. Uh, my, my nightmares are unceasing. Uh, I, I wake up soaked in sweat every day, uh, and much, much smarter. Uh, and you can get, uh, 15% off your first month of RE Ember with promo code live life at 1.75 X speed. Uh, you know, that's, that's my motto. We talk about it on the podcast all the time. Uh, it's part of my elaborate neck tattoo. Talk about it all the time. We do talk about it all the time. Uh, so thank you, RE Ember. All right. And, uh, so we've, we've almost finished drafting our team. Randy, do you, do you care who these other selections are? No, I'm going to use them as trade chips later down the line. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, as we know, these these players essentially just exist as ones and zeros in the, st- in the stats. Uh, so it does not really matter uh, the human emotions at learning this news. Uh, I do want to close with a very special message. Uh, it is... One of the one of the saddest and most disappointing things that has happened in the NBA in uh, years, if not decades, uh, Domantas Sabonis named to the All Star team. Just uh, just a terrible All Star, uh, hard to watch, uh, difficult name to pronounce. Uh, it's it's an embarrassment to the NBA that he was an All Star reserve. It's an embarrassment to the Indiana Pacers that he's on their team at all. Uh, I would like him to be. Uh, stricken from the Eastern Conference All-Star team and, in fact, deported from this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll get him the fare. I'll put him on the barge. I'll pack him into the uh, shipping container. Just uh, get him off my screen. Just a disgraceful, sad, sad, but also disappointing moment for the NBA. I agree completely. Mm-hmm. And get so does my candidate, Amy Klobuchar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And actually, I, I feel like, uh, you know, the, the national front of Poland agrees with me. We, we've I've been on the message boards and, you know, I understand what's happening. All right, Randy. So uh, you've got to go back to your candidate. I have got to go back to my spreadsheets uh, plotting out uh, the various uh, opium dens and uh, safe houses and uh, poly friendly Airbnb scene in Chicago. Uh, that's. Uh, where I'm going for the All-Star game. Are you going to be there for All-Star weekend, Randy? Um, it depends on what uh, Mistress Amy is letting me do that weekend. Uh, Teller's close to uh, an Iowa caucus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not allowed to tell her anything. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, if you want to, if you want to meet up and, uh, they go to a hot dog place, it's my favorite place. Uh, you'll really like it. It's a lot like, uh, talking to me where they just yell abuse at you constantly and uh, periodically feed you. I do like the sound of that. All right. So uh, for everybody there with All-Star Fever, I am Brett Slamson. Thank you, Randy Ledoux. And uh, back to you, Sean and Joey. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, well, that was something. And really... I don't think that's how the draft is. it works. Um, 
the one of those guys were not on the All Star team, and also, <laughs> who were who, who are they? What if what if the Bitcoin flip goes differently next year? <laughs> That's an excellent point. Uh, I don't think they thought of that. Um, Sean, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, PodstarWeekend.com. You're in LA. Come to the business on Monday nights. Um, and then as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where January 30th, I tweeted, if you don't like at Coldplay, you have no soul. Wow. Same goes with Creed. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he he went really hard with that second one. <laughs> Trust the process. Trust the process. And shut it down Find me, NBA, as long as you suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Say hey, good Luca. The ringing makes me want to puke. The coverage of you borders on obscene. I heard Bill Simmons... Stole your beard trimmings Stuffed them in a pillow Four house from D.C. Well, reading about the Mavericks Is no longer fun To many middle-aged men Who call you their son Some idiot called Luke A swaggy hoops kid And a creep sang to you Dressed in a wig So, hey, good Luca Want some Sambuca Your owner was puking out a limousine Howdy This is the ghost of Hank Williams Urging you to listen to Round Ball Rock now, we here up in heaven love NBA basketball and the old website Grantland almost as much as I love painkillers and whiskey, and second off. But well, we just plumb can't get into Grantland Jr. Me and Johnny Cash gave the NBA desktop an honest shot, too. Also, while I have you here, you can tell my good, no good son that if he brings home a single one of his rowdy friends, so help me God, I will haunt them, no matter what night of the week it is. Hey, and speaking of Monday Night Football, can you believe Jason Witten is going back to the Cowboys? Now we just gotta convince some team to sign Mark Jackson. They're the pits, and I ain't moshing. There's too much re-watching. I hope the show Billions paid them a hefty fee. They're all hysterical. Their pods ruined America. I think Chris Ryan's about to turn 50. Well, there were 500 articles about stars born. They love that movie like the sports guy loved porn. Gaga sang at the Oscars and they all masturbated. Then explained how their orgasms were properly rated. So, hey, you good Luca. Like a necklace made of puka The ringer's something out of the 90s
Tschüss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.